This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Hey, man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it sounds to me like that wicked man with the bone. Still having himself a ball. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at TaxiStandR. From a payphone, call collect. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour, another quarantine edition here on Radio TFI. For this uh, Thursday, March 26th of 2020, from the Egan Command Center in, or excuse me, from the, I'll try that again, from the Northern Command Center in Egan, Minnesota. Doesn't work unless I screw it up, you know, once at least here. I'm John Shannon, and from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York. It's Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, and greetings from, if you've watched the news, just a mile from Elmhurst Hospital. Uh, that's been all over the news the past day or so. Uh, hospital about a mile from here. There. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, good evening. We hope everybody's doing fine. I got some... Uh, Bad news here. Just before we came on the air, uh, John informed me that Curly Neal of the Harlem Globetrotters passed. John, why don't you? Well, I I have a couple of paragraphs here I can kind of uh, put out there, hopefully not trip on. Uh, Fred Curly Neal, the slick dribbling face of the Harlem Globetrotters for 22 years, has died at the age of 77. Johnson C. Smith... University announced Thursday on Twitter. Okay. Neil with his recognizable shaved head and playful banner in 2008 came just the fifth Globetrotters player to have his jersey retired, joining Wilt Chamberlain, Marquise Hayes, Meadowlark Lemon, and Goose Tatum. Those are the great, great names. When I was a kid, Curly Neil, Meadowlark Lemon, that was, those were the, the uh, Globetrotters stars then. And oh, I mean, yeah. that's always been my baseline for the Globetrotters. Matter of fact, the first event I saw at the, at the time, the new Madison Square Garden, uh, they just built the new one. Uh, I think it might've been the second event overall that they had there. I, I, I seem to remember it was the first, but I know it was the first thing I saw there. It was, it was the Harlem Globetrotters. And I mean, they're funny to watch. They're great to watch, whether it's in person or on TV. You know, uh, I can remember back in the day, about once a year, ABC's Wide World of Sports would would put them on. Once a year. 
And boy, oh boy, that was the Saturday you made you you made sure you stay at home. You know, you turned on that TV at four thirty in the afternoon Eastern because you wanted to see the Harlem Globetrotters because you didn't get to see them all the time. And Curly Curly Neal with that shaved head and that big big light up the light up the night sky. My goodness, he was. Uh, yeah, it's it's a shame. Do you remember the you remember the cartoon? I try that not they, to. Uh, I try. Gone. I try not to. Oh, I try. Hey, not. I think they had like Scooby Doo had a, a an edition with the Harlem Globetrotters and. Wait a second. Those Wait a the, second. Those were fun. Yeah. The Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. I remember know. that too. I remember that too. Let, oh, let's yes. not let's not besmirch the man's name. That's, well, that's there not. you go, I guess. There's always that. <laughs> and by the way, a little bit later on here in the show, seeing as we're just here to, we're just having us some fun here again, like we've been doing. Oh, crap, I lost it. Oh, there you I'll go. I'll have to find it here. Anyways, there's a, uh, there's an old fart uh, test. I want to see just how much stuff, there's some of this stuff that I don't know that, I remember now. Ed is a little bit older than me, so and, I'll have and to more, and more fartier than you, and more what than me? Fartier. Well, that that goes without saying. Nobody had to even mention that, but then. <laughs> and before we get into anything else tonight, I just want to put this out there: Taxi Dave out in Sacramento, we love you, pal. We don't agree with you, but we love you and respect you just the same, buddy. And someday we're going to hear that story that you that you referred to on Twitter. We, uh... <laughs> yeah, you guys had quite the little, uh, quite the little conversation I, going back and forth. I respect the heck out of that man. Again, I don't agree with pretty much anything he says, but I respect the heck out of him. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, it is Thursday night. Uh, I don't know why that's significant, but it is Thursday night. John, if I wanted to call this program right now, which I probably couldn't do because, but if I wanted to call the show (laughs) and we actually had the phone line open, which we do now, (laughs) (laughs) see, he had me rushing to get that music on. You're not coming across, man. There you go. Anyway, there you are. Anyway, seven, did you answer your question? I did. I, I opened the phone. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, at Taxi Stand Hour, at the Radio TFI, if you're feeling uh, 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 jiggy with it tonight. We're going to do what we've been doing. We're going to play some music, have a few laughs along the way. We're here to talk. We're here to listen. Uh, we're going to start off uh, tonight's Motown night. We're going to play chunks of music from some of your favorite most Motown stars. And I thought I heard a rumor that tonight was going to be Motown night. Yeah, I, I told you that. <laughs> That's where you heard it. <laughs> Stay with the group, Ed. All right, all right. Put the flag up. What do you, <laughs> what do you say? You ready, you ready to start this off there, young men? Well, you just go ahead and lead us into that first section here. What is it? Stevie Wonder, I do believe. We're going to basically knock out the first hour with with Stevie, with a little mini Stevie Wonder concert. 
And we're going to play a bunch of songs. We're going to start chronologically. The songs we have, we're going to start with his earliest work and move on from there. So let's start off with his first tape. When he's just a wee lad, still going by the name Little Stevie Wonder. Little Stevie Wonder, yeah. Finger per- fring- fingerprints. <laughs> this is going to be a <laughs> long gonna- night. Hey, man. <laughs> Fingertips part two on Radio TFI.
Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition here on Radio TFI. Oh, let me see. It could help us on the right page again here. Ed, tell us what the heck we got coming up next. Or well, you, you know you know what? John was talking about this quiz or something that he found somewhere about being an old fart. Well, we, we rattled around and I found this quiz. So we're going to take this quiz throughout the night and we're going to see how, how we do. So, John... We're going to start with question one here. Are you ready, pal? Uh, yeah. It really doesn't matter if you are or you're not. We're going to proceed anyway. <laughs> question number one. What do you do? What do you do before you go to bed every night? A, get ready to go to sleep. B, I don't know. Depends on the night. Or C, drink tea and watch the news. Well, it definitely isn't... Uh drink tea and watch the news i probably just say get ready to go to sleep all righty then and uh boy this i'm i misread the first question because i thought it was a goofball kind of test i was wrong but that's okay uh yeah we may have to re- <laughs> i'm looking down the line and we may have to rethink this but that's okay hey once again kids and kittens we're here for you we're going to be here for the next couple hours uh you want to talk you want to uh, we'll listen we uh, don't forget we're here Saturday morning, 10 a.m. That's when we do our regular show, the mothership, if you will. And oh, I am just waiting. I can't wait for Saturday morning because I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about that I refuse to do here on the nice, calm, and and cozy nighttime quarantine edition. 
So be be sure to be there Saturday because John's not kidding when he says we may go over two hours. This could be a three or four hour <laughs> event on Saturday. There's uh, I, I, I think lines will be crossed. History will be made. Songs will be written. Well, let's hope so. Oh, once I can see this is my 
listening to the taxi stand hour the quarantine edition here on this thursday night and kind of right in the middle here of our starting it off with our stevie wonder mini marathon we'll move on now to this is probably when i actually would have remembered right away uh, my should be excuse me my sheree amore again you're listening to the taxi stand hour Quarantine Edition on Radio TFI.
engineer Mr. Ed Van Ness at least uh, was nice enough to slip in my Sharia more. I'm reading from the damn list that he's given me as to what's next and what have you. And then he does that. Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, you did. Gilchrist, what I tell you about coming near the board? I told you about <laughs> that finger. There, that, that <laughs> solves that. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to join in and chat with us here a little bit, if you want. If you're gonna make so, such a fuss, at least tell the people what they just heard. I'm sure they know. Well, I was gonna say they. You think we're talking to a bunch of dummies here? No, but what the polite thing to do is say, you know, you identify the record. Not all the time, but signs but, you'll delivered. Followed by uh-huh. my Sherry Amore, which actually should have preceded it, but because of technical difficulties. Shut up, Gil. We told you, be quiet during the show. Then take a bath. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's bad as Sam. So, anyway, uh, we had a good day today. I was able to get, af- after two weeks, two weeks of trying. 
I finally found my bagels at the supermarket. It was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful experience. The bread, the bread aisles were mostly full. Uh, the the there were there were some empty uh, empties. Uh, the a lot of the frozen food was gone. Now, uh, I spoke to one of the uh, uh, stockers. I asked about the prepackaged cold cuts, and he said, "Oh, we've been waiting for them for two weeks." So things are starting to come back. I'm, I mean, people aren't buying stuff anymore. They're not going cuckoo nuts. And uh, you know what we almost forgot there, John? You know What, what did we almost, we almost forgot there, John? You, you know what we almost forgot. We're so excited about about playing Mr. Wonder. Uh, to hear from Professor Graham Medley with our, our words to live by. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Oh, and that was Professor Graham Medley. I'm Ed Van Ness here on the soon-to-be soon solo host of uh, the Taxi Stand Hour <laughs> Quarantine Edition. John, are you okay, pal? John had I'm a- fine. I um, swall- it went down the wrong tube. How many times? That's all. S- how many times have you said that in your life? Well, I didn't mean to swallow. Yeah, it that more way. than I care to talk. There you go. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? We picked up here and picked up where we left off here, huh? Want to play another record? Is that what you're saying, sir? Let's play. Let's play another record. There. I'll tell you what. We're this gonna- one. Go ahead. This one would be Superstition, again, from Stevie Wonder. Now, now you should have put the years on all these, by the way. I have the years. Well, then why don't you enlighten us there? Well, I gave you the years, and you weren't using them. I gave you uh, Sign Seal Delivered out of 1970. Uh, 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 Superstition coming up, uh, it was 1972. Back when I was a young a young lad, and uh, you still had a head of hair. Is there anything else? Do you remember you... the album that came from? Sure. Which one? Superstition. Well, Superstition came from the album. I forget if that music of my mind. Okay, and then the next two of them that are that are, I think are from the uh, songs from the Key of Life, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll uh, get to those. That is, well, Uno Momento. Sir Duke certainly is. We have three mm-hmm. more. We have three more left that we're gonna pump out here, and we're gonna do them three in a row. So get ready for a mini mar- a mini mini marathon within the mini marathon. And while we try to get John some help here, because boy, he's coughing up a lung here. <laughs> you ready? You ready there, Mister <laughs> Mister Shannon? Man, I think so. Here we go. Stevie Wonder on Radio TFI.
Radio TFI with the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine of it Edition here. This will wrap up the uh, Stevie Wonder uh, mini marathon, if you will, with one of my favorites. It's Sir Duke on Radio TFI.
Stevie Wonder here on Radio TFI on the Taxi Stand Hour with the last of our little mini marathon for little Stevie there, Sir Duke, from the uh, Songs in the Key of Life album. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I know that particular album spawned more than one hit, uh, probably three or four hits, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, One of the most popular albums I can remember from back in that particular time. Well, songs you were gonna say something. Yeah, well, he was putting out a lot of uh, a, a lot of good stuff at that. That was really his peak. That was, uh, mm-hmm. I think, kind of what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, you had isn't isn't she lovely on that? And mm-hmm. uh, that's the only other big hit. I mean, there's good music on it, but everything was still kind of off his previous albums. Uh, I mean, let's face it, the man, you know, this late. 60s and 70s he he was hauling ass if you will yes he uh, was yep didn't didn't have as many big big hits but you know a few more were to come in the 80s i just called to say i love you from the woman in red soundtrack uh part-time lover uh that's what friends of four the with diane warwick and mm-hmm. elton john and i forget who else was involved bet midler bet midler was involved in that oh, really okay yeah, yeah and that was uh that that was at the outset of the aids crisis uh, let's see mm-hmm. what else. Uh, let's see what did he have for the nineties? Not a whole lot. Somebody, no. can, somebody can correct me on that, but really, uh, Stevie's prime was seventies, uh, eighties. And look, uh, we're exactly. still we're still singing his songs today. We love his stuff. Yes, I, we yes we are. If I if I had ten percent of the talent that he has in one percent of his body, I would be thrilled. Amazing, amazing man. Uh, hey, a quick tweet here from CBS News. Apparently, uh, sales of hair dye kits are jumping as stock at home, stuck at home, excuse me, workers are cut off from hair salons. <laughs> Good problem to have if you're yeah. able to actually be doing something to make money. Well, not only that, but good problem to have if you actually have hair now. Isn't that right, John? Well, there you go. Well, I'm talking about how's the yours? both of us. I'm talking about, oh, how's is, yours coming along? Uh, the beard's going tomorrow. Oh, it's, it is, huh? It's not coming in. Yes, I've been trying. I've been attempting to grow a beard for the past couple of weeks since <laughs> a week ago Monday. Now, I'll say this: after a two-week coma, I woke up and I had a fairly decent beard. I am uh, 13 days into this one, I think. Yeah, because I hadn't shaved for a few days. I didn't, yeah, that's right. I didn't shave on that Friday or I shaved that Friday. So I'm just about two, three weeks into this now. And no, I don't think so. Save, save the razor. I'll send you one of my cats, pick out a little bottle of cream <laughs> and we'll just let the cat lick it off and we'll be good to go. And I understand it actually feels pretty good too. You know, not as, not, as a matter of fact, not all of us are as, her, I can't say the word. I'm not even going to mangle it. Her suit. Her suit. Means hairy. Her suit. Uh, I'm not a hair grower. Okay? I'm mm-hmm. not a particularly hairy person. It's only in the last 10 years or so that I feel I have to shave every other day. And even that's stretching <laughs> it. Uh, 
Again, oh, my, 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 my. I didn't know I could even grow a beard till after I came out of the coma. That's the God's honest truth, kids and kittens. And by the way, just a reminder, speaking of comas, uh, let's stay safe out there. Let's stay home as best you can. I was out today. I had a couple of errands to run, a supermarket. I had to pick up uh, some supplies for the radio station here. And, uh, mm. well, I, I had ordered them online, but one... I had to go pick up. No, it wasn't that big of a thing. I needed to get out of the house anyway. Uh, but it's interesting. I'm watching a lot of people that they're wearing the surgical mask, but they're either. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was somebody today at the, uh, at the uh, Staples store. Very pleasant. She's got the mask down. It's below her nose. And she had gloves that I guess they've been issuing out, and she wasn't wearing them. And, what the hell's the point? Uh, well, we were chatting. I said, you know, you're, the gloves are more important to you. She says, oh, I've had them on all day. And I, I said, look, you don't have to explain it to me. You know, uh, I'm I'm just trying to be, you know, helpful here. I know, look, you know, and she was like, yeah, because I don't want to get sick. I said, hey, nobody does. Um, so, yeah, so be safe out there where uh, I've been wiping everything down. I, I walk outside. I realized today. I, sh- I can't even walk out of my apartment. And I'm still inside the building. And there's only mm-hmm. two other people coming and going out of this place. But I can't be certain anymore. So I put on my gloves mm-hmm. before I go. It was a nice day. It's a beautiful day today, too, uh, mm-hmm. here, here in the uh, New York metropolitan area. And if you've seen on the news, Elmhurst Hospital, uh, they, they took a picture there today, uh, uh, yesterday. It was in the New York Post. It's made the national media three nurses with, with hefty garbage bags as their PPE because they're running out of stuff. That was Elmhurst. They've got lines around the block for testing. They also now have six refrigerated uh, trailers there to use as makeshift morgues. That is just so sad. And and again, that is literally, that's a mile away from here. That is where I that go. Is... I go there once a month for uh, for appointments. I won't be going there anytime soon, obviously. But uh, So, yeah, this is very real, and it's really creeping up onto your old Uncle Ed here. I mean, it's, it's spitting distance from me, and please don't spit. But anyway, <laughs> do, the be- do the best you can where... Uh, we're all humming along, singing a song here. We're all going to get through this. Uh, you know, I was I was chatting with somebody today, and well, again, same person. Uh, we were talking about the idea of uh, you know being stuck in stuck at home for a couple of months. And oh, by the way, and just to divert a little bit here, I've been thanking everybody who's working in any kind of store that I patronize. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming in. Me too. I, yeah, I said, you're right. I, I said it to the stock boys at the grocery store. And, and one kid had a big smile on his face. Boy, that's thank you, sir. I know it. Okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so I'm, I'm chatting with the person at the office supply place. And, uh, and she says, yeah, about being, you know, stuck in for a couple of months at a time. I said, look, I, I was home essentially for three and a half months at one point when I had, after I had my heart attack recovered and, recovering from surgery i essentially did nothing when i wasn't in the hospital i was home except for the occasional walk every day let me tell you it got old 
It really did. I'm sure. You think you, you know, you think you're like, well, it'd be nice to not have to do anything or whatnot. Boy, oh boy, it gets you. It's so important to have some kind of routine. I've got a little routine going right now. I get out of bed at a certain time, whether I need to or not. You know, I have my little breakfast. I shower. At a, even if I'm not going out, I'm taking a shower. That I learned. You have to. It's a good idea. You have you have to keep some semblance of a routine, so that and it doesn't take long before you go. Oh, look at the time! I should have been in the shower by now. So you're keeping yourself going, which again is one of the reasons we're doing the show here at this time of night. Uh, it's basically to have something to do for me. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, I'm spending my, my day, I'm not killing myself, but I'm putting together the music, I'm putting together, I'm working on other things off to the side that will become apparent very shortly. But yeah, yeah. Keep, keeping yourself occupied and distracted and just some normalcy, something, uh, that's the key to this. And again, I live alone, so I don't have people here, you know, things are getting done my way. But of course, the downside to that is things are getting done my way, which is not always, yeah, yeah. Not, not always the best way. I'm glad you understand that. We had a situation. Hey. Oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to tell a story. Uh, oh, way back. I found the, the list I was looking for. By all the way. right, we'll talk about that in a second. But talk about doing things your okay. own way. So, my ex used to, uh, she would do my laundry for me. When you know when it needed to be done, if she was doing laundry, and she she is a master at doing laundry. She's the type of person can take a shirt out of the dryer, snap it once, and it's it looks like it was ironed with creases and everything in it. She's amazing. She was absolutely amazing at it. So one day she says to me, "Uh, I'm not going to do your laundry anymore. I'm just going to do my own." I said, "Why?" She says, "Well, I don't want you doing my laundry." She says, I don't like the way you do it. I said, okay, but why does that stop you from doing my laundry? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I love the way you do it. You're, I wish I could do it. You know, clearly I don't have the touch. And that was, and since that day, I've had a, I've had a fend, fend for myself laundry-wise. By the way, I picked up a bottle of laundry detergent the other day because I will eventually run into the situation where I have to do laundry here at home. My laundromat a block and a half away is now closed because of the, the I, I'm mm. guessing it's because of this. When I spoke to him when I was in there two weeks ago, he says, no, no, I'm not closing down. Now there's a sign sign up that says close until further. Close. I, uh, yeah, I mentioned this last night, but so I don't know when he's going to be back. And right now it's mainly sweatshirts and t-shirts, sweatpants and t-shirts that I'm wearing. But eventually I got to wash those too, so. Just wait till baby Oliver institutes a dress code for here. Well, that's, yeah. Well, well I got a clo- I'm not going to lie to you. I got a closet full of clothes I've barely worn the past three months because I was off work. So if I was going out, it was like, yeah, once a day. If that. Moths are going to have a field day with them. That's all you're, I can say to that. You're not kidding. So tell me about your, uh, your old. Okay. So we got a couple minutes. I found, I found this uh, list here and it's a, it's the older than dirt quiz. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and so these are some of the things it asks if you remember. 
Leading off with blackjack chewing gum. Yuck, I hated that stuff. I had never tasted it. Um, that was licorice, wasn't it? Black licorice? It was horrible, whatever it was. No, no, it was okay. gum. Okay, number two. Wax Coke shaped bottles. Oh, yeah. With oh, colored yeah. sugar water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we... We had candy stores. We could go in and buy uh, just just Birdie's was the name. Birdie was the <laughs> wife, and I forget the old grumpy man, her husband's name. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Pla- the plastic bottles, you would bite off the top and drink the little <laughs> little sugar water that was inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, uh, candy cigarettes. Oh, back in the day, do you do you do you remember those? I remember. I remember candy cigarettes. There were two kinds. There was one that was more of a, kind of had a mint taste to it. And then there was a piece of chocolate, a little piece of chocolate wrapped in paper. We got it. So it was, there was two it was kinds. Gum. It was gum for us. Gum, huh? Okay. And you could, okay. Blow, you could blow on it and the little powder from the gum would shoot out the front. And of course, we, really? all, look, we all look cool because all of our parents, every grown up we knew smoked. Again, this was the mm-hmm. 60s. Smoking was still cool. Chic. Yeah. Oh, let's go to number four here. Soda pop machines that dispensed bottles. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? We should save this for the other side. We're going to run out of time here. Let's let's put okay. a pin. Let's put a pin in this. We're going to be out of here in about a minute. So, uh, what do you what do you want to lead off with? The soda pop bottles, or do you want me to go from there? No, no, no. We'll. we'll Stop right there. Put a pin in soda pop bottles, and we'll pick we'll okay. pick it up right from there. Because again, we're we're going to be out of here in a minute. So I want to spend spend some time on this. This is uh, this is good. This is good. I thought I mean, you'd like it. I'm flashing. I thought you'd like it. I'm flashing back to all sorts of things. We had a candy store. I mean, they sold newspapers and whatnot. But you walked in, and I, it was a dark place. It was all wood, and all the candy you wanted was all laid out. It was in you know, shelves and little uh, canisters. And me, I like the green leaves. They were jelly-like type of thing with powdered, uh, crystallized sugar on it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I love those. I vaguely, vaguely remember that. Oh, yeah. I could go down the whole list. And and we've got the dentist bills to to prove it. (laughs) To prove it, right? (laughs) Man, oh, man. But that was all literally, it was all literally penny candy. You know, yeah. I am an old fart. I remember penny candy. You go in, you buy your Tootsie Rolls and uh, your Choo Choo Charlies. And, uh, oh, I got goodies for them. Best part about it is you're even an older fart than I am. And that's saying something. Uh, yeah, buddy. All right. Well, hey, I guess that means that we'll be uh, back in just a bit. I'm sure Uncle Ed has something wonderfully funny queued up here on the other side. So... Until then, see you on the other side. Radio TFI. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI.
Austin, Texas When a very lovely lady sat next to me When she got up to eat She asked if I would hold her sight I was more than happy too And now there's more I'd like to do I want to kiss her but she won't let me I want to whisper sweet nothings in her rear I want to hold her behind closed doors and more I want to kiss her but she won't let me when she returned she said she was an actress She showed me an album of pictures of her opening Which she'd been sitting on She seemed as sweet as she could be But I could clearly see She was the kind of girl who stole men's hearts Then wrecked on I want to kiss her but she won't let me I want to whisper sweet nothings in her rear I want to hold her behind closed doors and more I want to kiss her but she won't let me well I'll never forget that train ride down to Austin We shared a seat and we shared our tales But as my heart tries to leave her behind Regrets are all I find Cause I'd hoped I'd get that girl in the end I wanna kiss her she won't let me I want to whisper sweet nothings in her ear I want to hold her behind closed doors and more I want to kiss her but I want to kiss her but I want to kiss her but she won't let me Radio TFI on the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition Oh, good evening once again We're on now on hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour Still one of life's greatest mysteries <laughs> You want to join in our in, on our conversation here? Maybe these... Uh, some of these old fart, uh, older than dirt, if you will, do you remember? Maybe you can uh, jump in if you re- remember that. Uh, but feel free to jump in in the conversation here. We are here for you, just like Ed said. Again, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You can always send us a tweet at Taxi Stand Hour or at the Radio TFI. Yeah, we got that up and fired up again here. So, 
we thank you for listening here. Hey, I wanted to give you a little good news here before we carried on here. Uh, uh, Senator Klobuchar says her husband, John Bessler, is recovering at home now. Oh, that's 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 good news. So he discharged from the hospital. He's getting better. And, oh, it'd be nice when those two can actually spend some time together without having to worry about spreading things and what have you. Uh, uh, she'd been away from him for quite a while just because of the campaign and right. all this other stuff. So good for him. And uh, we're still giving our thoughts and our, our uh, I never want to say thoughts and prayers. We I don't. just think that is probably, we don't do thoughts and prayers we here. Not. It's probably the most overused Say, sentence or saying or whatever you we're, want to call we're, it. But. We're thinking about you. We feel for you. There you go. Exactly. Hey, we're going to play uh, one more tune here, and then we're going to pick up here on our Older Than Dirt list, which all of a sudden I think Ed's kind of enjoying this. Mm-hmm. he got big shit-eating grin on his face for this. <laughs> I just had some shit. Oh. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so we're going to come back with a little Smokey Robinson. From, uh, was this must have been around 79, if I'm not mistaken, or exactly. something in that area. Exactly. Ooh, I'm good. Let's go cruising, baby. On Radio TFI. Stay in, baby, 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 baby
Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo-choo Charlie was his name we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Charlie says, really rings the bell. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Don't know any other candy that I love so well. I don't remember hearing that one, believe it or not. You've never heard Choo Choo Charlie? Oh, I wonder if, was that local, maybe? Well, I was good and plenty. Or, it was for good and plenty uh, candy. Was good. Oh, I did that. Now I think I did hear good and plenty there, but I never heard that commercial. Really? Oh, well, that was... Never, never, that was, never, never. That was most definitely a product of the 60s. If you ever see the commercial, you'll know. That was definitely the, the 60s. You might have been a little too young... Who knows, maybe they weren't playing in whatever hellhole city you were living in at the time. But uh, Have you know that was Kansas City, Missouri? Don't be knocking on Kansas City, Missouri. KCMO. You know, it took, right. it took years for me to figure out why they named their station that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you an even better one, uh, just to get off track for a little bit. I went forever before it dawned on me why Arby's is named Arby's. Well, there's two theories on that. One, because they're selling RBs, roast beef sandwiches. Ding, ding, ding. That's why. But then there was also, I thought they played, at one point in time, I thought they were playing off the, it being an acronym for America's Roast Beef, yes, sir. Now, I know there was a commercial back in the 80s, I think, where they actually. Oh, I never saw that commercial. They might have just built on that. But it was, I was uh, driving by one one time. Oh, RB, roast beef. I yeah, there you go. Now forget roast right, beef. So let's, get back, let's get back to the candy thing. Okay, so so number four was, uh, okay, we got that. Soda pop, yeah, soda pop machines sure. that dispensed bottles. Eight ounce bottles. I remember those. Eight ounce bottles, baby. I re- those were fun to play. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, twelve ounce bottles. That's right. That was uh, didn't isn't that what uh, uh, in that Mean Joe that Coca Cola commercial Mean Joe Green didn't the kid take that bottle out of a uh, out of a machine if I'm not mistaken or you know what he might have that that was the sixteen ounce bottle that was the bigger bottle oh that was the bigger no then it probably wasn't the machine yeah no oh, I, think- I remember that. I think the kid is just walking with the bottle, the well-placed. Oh, okay. You know. I see. And he gets a sweaty Mean Joe Green jersey for his uh, for his kindness there. By the way, Mean Joe Green spent a year, a season or two as a part of the, as a defensive coordinator for the, uh, or a defensive coach for the Dolphins. Did? Yeah, about 15 years ago. Oh, I'll be damned. Yeah, you will be. I've told you that. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. All right, let's move on to number five here. Sure. So number five is coffee shops with table-side jukeboxes. Yes. Yes. They, they were great when they worked. Yes, they were, and I could never figure out how they worked when I was a kid. I thought it was little <laughs> itty-bitty records in there. And little, little, little itty-bitty speakers. Yeah, you're right. Little yeah, itty-bitty yeah. records. Yeah. But we, we liked flipping the... Uh, you, you could move the the little signs move around. the page, the basically. Right, the yeah. page. That's the better word. 
and we would just move them back and forth. I remember being in one of the diners with my grandfather, and he just he was your the grandfather common. liked to slap you upside your head no, every well, time he did it. Well, he was you know he never really you know lost it with us or anything like that. But boy, he didn't like that at all. <laughs> at least he didn't like <laughs> it that that day. He didn't like it. What's next? Oh, okay. Let's let's move on here now to number six. Home milk delivery in glass bottles with cardboard stoppers. Uh, I can remember seeing it when I would, I've seen it. We didn't have it. Uh, again, I lived in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, I've seen it. I think I want to say when my, when my aunt Lorraine moved to New Jersey, I think they had it. I'm not a hundred percent, but I, I actually, I've seen the, the glass milk bottles and, uh, but I was really young, really young. How about you? I seem to remember, I seem to remember the glass bottles, but they didn't have the cardboard uh, cap on them. They had kind of an aluminum, like a fold over cap on them. Right. Yeah. Same, basically, I, same and, principle, same principle. And uh, I do, and then even after that, uh, we had milk delivery even when I was in my uh, adolescence. Uh, but that they just delivered quart or not quarts, half gallons of milk in just a regular carton. Right. At that point in time, I can remember milk. Oh. Deli- I remember milk delivery people, but yeah, not glass mm-hmm. bottles. Not glass bottles. Okay, number seven, party telephone lines. Now, I'm familiar with them, but see, we didn't get a telephone. And again, we we're living in a place where it's hard to get a line, Midtown Manhattan. Uh, <clears throat> I, w- I was 10, 11 years old when my mother finally put her foot down and said to my father, we've got six kids. We're getting a phone. My old man never wanted a phone because he didn't want to get called really? in for work. He didn't want to get called in for work when he didn't want to work. Mm. Never answered the phone. Never answered the phone. Uh, the day he died, never like answered me. the phone. But just like I, me, good man. <laughs> I heard about the party lines. I am familiar with them, but no, never actually used one. Never actually encountered one. My aunt had one. I remember, which I thought was kind of odd. We that you know, my aunt lived out in Farmville, Nebraska, so it was kind of kind of um, commonplace there. We never had one when we were. When I was a kid living in Kansas City, that I, that I remember at least. Uh, let's go on to number eight: uh, newsreels before a movie. <laughs> God, how old do you think I am? <laughs> how long do I have to answer that? I'm ch- actually, you know what? That that's a very good question. Do I remember? I remember cartoons before movies. Hmm. I have seen that again when I was a kid. I don't think I don't think I ever went to a real movie and saw a newsreel. Again, by the time I'd be aware of it, we're talking the mid sixties now. So a lot of that newsreel stuff would have been That'd been more like World War Two and Korea and fifties yeah. war type yeah. era. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a little before my time. I have to admit that. A little bit, yeah. 
Oh, let's go now with number nine here. P.F. Flyers. Sure. And now to tell you the truth, I have no idea what that was. P.F. Flyer was a sneaker, man. It was a... Oh. Oh, yeah, man. My God. P.F. Flyers. I had my P.F. Flyers. Absolutely. That wasn't made by Keds, was it, by chance? No, Keds was a different brand. Okay. Keds was a... Damn. And you had the little tag on the... I think Keds had the little tag on the back. Okay. And when I, and when I had Keds, I would scratch out the case, so it said Ed's. Oh, Jesus. Well, what? Just not a little into yourself, were you? <laughs> it's there. All uh, I got to do is take away the parts that's not me. I see. <laughs> Uh, number 10, Butch Wax. Butch Wax? Yep, never heard of it personally. No, no, you got me. Uh, well, it got me too. Here's one I remember. Number 11, telephone numbers with a word prefix. Not Such quite... as Olive 6971. That's not quite what you think it is. It's, it's, it's a practice that it's fallen out of practice. But every telephone number can have the prefix. Oh, sure it can. PL, oh, yeah. I, rem- I remember. PL76833. Plaza76833 was my grandpart, grandparents. Uh-huh. It's just the first two digits. That's all yeah. they did. It was Remember, this is in the days before area codes and all that. You know, Murray mm-hmm. Hill 7. The number you have reached, Murray Hill 74444, cannot be reached at this time. Mm. And uh, oh, I got all sorts of telephone trivia like that. But uh, oh. yeah, by the time we got our phone, uh, ours was five eight six zero three four nine, and they uh-huh. they put it as Judson J U D S O N, not Hudson, but J- they made up a word, so we were J U six zero three four nine, and that you know that all faded out. Now you can't do it, but you know. But it's the same thing. You you look at you look at uh, every every business in the world. You know, uh, here you don't have to go any further than this very show. What's our phone number? Seven five four eight hundred chat. Oh yeah, same concept. Yeah, same concept. Exactly. No, I I remember had uh, I remember our phone, Kansas City. That was I remember those uh, prefixes then, and I in in St. Paul. Uh, the big uh, prefix uh, was was capital. Yeah, yeah. in St. Paul, so the first two numbers were always two two. It, it's it's fallen out of. They they use different numbers now. They'll use phone numbers that start with a one in the movies and TV. But mm-hmm. all the numbers used to begin five five five, and to kind of break mm-hmm. away from it, they would refer to it as Klondike five KL five, which mm-hmm. is still five five. So yeah, yes, right, yes. But I remember oh, when I'm I was sure com- you... common practice. That's that's really what the question is about. Do you remember when it was a common practice? Well, here's about three, uh, three or four here that I'm sure you'll remember, just because you're that damn old. <laughs> but uh, number, uh, where are we at? Twelve. Howdy, duty. Uh howdy, duty. Not so much. It really? might have might have faded out when I was little. I'm not sure I could look it up, but I don't think it ran much into the sixties. Uh, okay. Here in New York we had we had local stuff, like a lot of cities did then. Yeah. Uh, but we had 
the ones I watched were uh, Captain Jack McCarthy, who had Popeye, mm-hmm. Officer Joe Bolton, who started off with the Little Rascals, and then it was the Three Stooges. You know, they each had a half hour, and you know they'd show the mm-hmm. the reruns. That was on Channel Eleven. On Channel Five, you had the Chuck McCann show, or maybe that was Channel Eleven. Chuck McCann was a great character actor. You've seen him in a million things, but he was also a kid show host. And then we also okay. had had uh, Walter Winchell, Paul Winchell, Paul Winchell, Paul Winchell. I remember him. Uh, 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 Jerry Mahoney and Knucklehead Smith. You know, they had an afternoon kid <sighs> show. At least they had one here in New York. And uh, but Howdy Doody, I think, had faded before it might have been on when i was born but i i just don't have any recollection of it uh-huh. I, remember, I remember watching hercules cartoons during bozo oh god these were so bad so bad anyway moving on oh yeah the guy that the guy that had us entertained uh the first one i remember was a guy by the name of uh uh tory southwick okay That's his name local Right, 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 right. Is that Um, Kansas City or? In Kansas City, yes. And he, uh, because he always wore part of his little outfit or whatever. He had a a, uh, hat, little hat that looked kind of like Ralph Norton wore all the time. Ralph Norton. Ed Norton. Ed Norton, excuse me. I say Ralph. Yeah, because Ralph was Jackie Gleason's name. Hey, Ralphie boy. Excuse me. By the way, if you can master Ed Norton, you can do two other impressions as well. If you can master, all these three are the same. Uh, Yogi Bear, Barney Rubble, and Ed Norton. Hey, boo-boo buddy. Hey, Ralphie boy. Hey, Fred. <laughs> oh, you know not who he is? Thank you. I do very few impressions, and those were not among them. Uh, that was impressive. We uh, we also had Soupy Sales in his prime. You did, locally? Yeah. WNEW Channel 5. The reason he got fired, well, at least the first time he got fired, on New Year's Day, he told all the kids, and I was about four when he was on, Mommy and Daddy are sleeping right now. You just go on in and and you look around for them scrumpled up pieces of green paper. You send them to your old pal, Soupy. (laughs) Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I I went into my father's pants pocket and uh, <laughs> oh, he was awake. I mean, they weren't hung out. Well, this was it was on in the afternoon, but uh, yeah, I got oh. caught up in that. I got caught up in that. <laughs> let's let's move on. Oh, let's move on. Okay, this one you should remember here, uh, right. number thirteen, forty-five RPM records. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. I had a thick collection of those. Granny oh, Annie yeah. had a thick collection of those. At one point, we actually had a portable uh, record player. Yeah, I remember those. And No, we had a battery-operated one. Really? Yeah, but you had to keep buying batteries. It wasn't worth it. Oh, I oh, bet. My, oh, my goodness. Were, the, were, those, were they those gigantic D-cells that you yes, had? To- yes, made, made the thing weigh yeah. about 40 pounds. Uh, my I don't si- doubt that at all. I'm not going to lie. My sister had the record player. I didn't have the record player. Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, and I get a kick out of it now. Every now and again, you'll see online 
they'll they'll show this little circular thing. Oh, if you know what this is, you know, and it's the little thing that you put in the adapter, so that mm-hmm. you can put, so you can put it on the regular. I'm still not sure why the 45s didn't have the the big the small small holes. spindle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I there's a Good reason. Question. For it. There's a reason for it, and I just don't know off the top of my head. Anybody mm-hmm. out there knows? Please. Uh, exactly. All right, number 14. I'm sure you probably, your family, probably not you, but your family probably collected these S&H green stamps. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, we'd have the books. As a matter of fact, we, the the uh, the youth center that I worked at, the Duncan Center of the Police Athletic League, I was associated with, oh boy, they were a big part of my life. Anyway, at night, one night a week, they rented out the gym to employees of S&H, the people mm-hmm. from S&H Green Stamps. They gave us mm-hmm. all sorts of, they gave the center all sorts of good stuff, sporting equipment and all that. But yes, oh yes, we uh, we collected the stamps and licked them and my mother would have us lick them and put them in the books and, you know, get a hundred million stamps to get a barbecue stand or, you know, some... T- <laughs> Okay, you? well, how, let's how, see. How about you? Did you guys do that? Or? Oh, yeah. Um, I even remember seeing a store, an S&H Green Stamp store. Yes, yes. We have in, one. In, in uh, yeah. uh, it was one of the malls, one of the little shopping malls in Kansas City had one of those. Uh, um, that, but that wasn't even, I've, I've seen that with other stores, too, Uh I think it was a place called LaBelle's or something like that where you could collect stamps and get stuff and you got to cash those stamps in uh, for Yeah, but S- was S&H, stuff. Yeah, S&H was the big one. Wasn't there yeah. another one? It was another big one. Oh, I know everybody gave stamps. Our local yeah. gas station gave stamps. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go so. on to the next one. On to the next one, number 15. By the way, there's 19 total here. Oh, well, so we're well, we've eaten end. up the first half hour, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> and you've enjoyed every minute of I it. I have. Uncharacteristically, for something that you brought to the table, yes, I am enjoying it immensely. Oh, Jesus. What am I to do? Oh, okay, next. Metal ice trays with the lever. God. I can remember it being frozen solid stuck and mm-hmm. trying to fight that lever. And then, pow, they go, all the ice cubes would go flying. And my old man would be pissed off at me for uh, sending the ice all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what was harder? What did you think was harder to get the ice out of? One of those or the... Damn rubber uh, ice cube trays that you'd have to twist. And the one that you would crack in- inevitably? Oh, yeah, exactly. Because it would finally, after the freezing and refreezing, you would, it, mm-hmm. it would they, they would always crack. They would just crack. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I hadn't thought of those ice trays in, in a good golly long time. I remember, <laughs> I remember my father came home once with two of them. And, uh, they, they were like his pride and joy initially. Don't mess with these. Don't touch them. I'll deal with the ice. But, Dad, what if we... I'll deal with... The, okay. 
Alrighty, Daddy O. I'm I'm spoiled now. Uh, we have an ice uh, ice cube maker in our. Uh... I don't use ice. Oh, you don't. Oh, I. No. I drink probably about a gallon of water a day. You know why I drink a gallon of water a day? Because I have ice to keep it nice yeah, and that's, cold. And that's fine. That's fine. I have a huggy. Okay. I have a huggy that I've been carrying around for thirty years. Need to get a bigger huggy. Mm. Only it only keeps part of the bottle cold. Keeps the good part where it is. Gravity, baby. It's all at the bottom now. That's the part. Keep Gee. one part of it cold, the rest of it stays cold. Okay, then I'll take your word for it. I don't mind. Here's one number. S- go ahead. Good. Let's move on. Number sixteen, mimeograph paper. Yes. Oh yes. I I used to love the smell. Well, of, of course. The teacher would come oh in. And, here, take this down. Go downstairs to the office where they would run off the test. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, I had a couple of teachers over the years when they would hand out the test, would say, all right, everybody, go ahead, do it. And we would all pick up the paper and smell it. <laughs> because everybody loved mm-hmm. the, smell, the smell of that mimeograph. It was... Uh, oh, Yes. <laughs> Okay. By let's the way, see now. By, Never... but hold on, John. Before we go, let's not let's not not talk about what a mimeograph was for those that may be listening and may not understand what it is we're referring to here. Well, it is the pre the precursor to basic basically a copying machine. Actually, a precursor to or the a printing. printer. Printing. Printer. Printer. Yes, you're so, right. So here's what you had. You had this long piece of uh let's say paper for right now mm-hmm. about the size of a legal piece of paper okay there was a carbon-like substance on it carbon paper carbon paper right. was used for copying oh god that's all another mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to find a, a piece of the carbon paper that hadn't been used yet and uh but what your teachers would do, and of course it wasn't only used in schools, but this is where we all got our first experience from it. Think of an old printing press where they would, you know, it, they put it on a, on a cylinder on this machine. And each rotation, it would print onto a piece of paper. And the chemicals that they used just had this intoxicating aroma about them that every fourth grader of that era, any any elementary school kid knows you speak to anybody that went to school in the sixties and the seventies. You may, I mean, John mentioned mimeograph and my, I, I, I was, I was on the ceiling doing the, you know, uh, floating. We all know what that is. It's a fantastic smell of, if you don't know what it is, ask your mom or dad, ask your parents, <laughs> especially if your parents are in their sixties or seventies, I promise you, they know what it is. Moving Absolutely. on. Moving on, John. Number 17, blue flash bulbs. Yes. Yes. Now Those that were... could have been one of two things. The single ones that you stuck in the the little cone uh, shaped thing now, or it could have been the flash cube too. The cube. Now these were for cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if you wanted to take a photograph, if you needed light, a flash, you had to have a flash bulb. If you've never seen it mm-hmm. on a portable camera, think about every old movie you've ever seen where there's the reporters, okay, 
and they're all shooting pictures. And the thing that's sticking up from the camera is a light bulb. It's a flash bulb. And as often as not, they would have to change them after every picture. It would be a one use exactly. thing. And they had in the late 60s, early 70s, was it Polaroid came up with the, the cube? And they had a camera that they made so that you would actually get four flashes out of one bulb, if you will. I'm doing air quotes. Uh-huh. You had one on each side of the cube. So you could get four pictures out of one cube. Four flashes, I should say. Mm-hmm. Actually, what uh, what that what Polaroid had, because your Polaroids at the time were these, they were more of a, squ- oh, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Well, maybe Kodak they used what was cube. called a flash. Uh, Polaroid used a flash bar that attached on the top, and you know it would. I, after I had every. I, I I maybe it was Kodak that made the flash cube. You're yeah, right, the, and those the, would actually rotate. Right now, the the Polaroid. You're right, the Polaroid instant pictures. Okay, kids uh-huh. and kittens, not every picture showed up in brilliant color HD quality that you could zoom in and out on on this device in your hand. You actually had to wait a minute for it to develop in your hand. Mm-hmm. And you stood there and you shook it. And I still have a couple of those pictures lying around from back in the day. As late as well, uh, as late as 1980, we were still using them. 81. Do you remember when it used to kick out a covered picture and you'd have to take basically the protection paper or whatever yeah, that's what off I'm of it? About. The I'm ones that came about. out later came out instantly. Oh, they did not. Right, 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 right. You're right. You're so, right. Yes, I remember all of those God, things. Goddamn straight, I'm right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> oh, number 18, roller skate keys. Sure. Are you kidding me? I never. <gasps> you never. never had a roller skate key? <gasps> oh, my goodness. Do you know what a ro- you didn't? And you don't know what it was for then. No. All right, everybody, Google roller skate key. It had a couple of different functions. All right, your roller skates. Now this is back in the day when you bought roller skates. They didn't come with a boot. It was just the frame of the skate, and they were adjustable size wise. And it part- attached to the bottom of your shoe. Exactly, part of. The key was used to uh, undo, loosen and unloosen the adjustable sizer. And the other, the top of the key was used to tighten up your wheels if they came oh, yeah, okay. or if you had to replace them. Now, the great thing about roller skates, oh, by the way, your roller skate key, you, you tied that on a string and you carried it around your neck. You don't want to lose it. Uh, What's that great song? Is it Melanie? I've got a brand new pair of roller yeah. skates. You've got a brand new key. Got a brand new key, yeah. But the exactly. Great thing, the great thing about these skates, we used to make these scooters out of a 2x4 and a wooden milk crate. Put the wooden mm-hmm. milk crate on the front of the 2x4, but you would take a skate, break it in half. You don't have to break it in half. You just took undid it. So now you have the front. Mm-hmm. By the way, the front wheels on those skates turned a little. Actually, the back wheels yeah. did too. So we would nail the front part of the skate onto the front of the uh, two by four, the rear on the back, and you had a scooter. And we yeah. would race them and all manner of good stuff. 
Oh, oh roller skate keys. Oh yeah. That's a, it's a it's an old time joke. Yeah, I was looking around and what I went so I, I, what was it? I looked so hard I actually found my roll my skate key from back in the day, you know. Most people don't know what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, number 19. Which are actually believe it or not starting to make a mild comeback. Believe it or not. I don't believe it. Drive-in move drive-in movie theaters. Never been to one. Oh, you have never Well, I suppose in the area you uh uh live or live in or lived in when you were a kid, I don't understand why you never went to one when you're in Florida, but didn't have them out there or what? We had one by the time I moved down there. It's still there, the uh the uh Thunderbird swap shop. And, okay. And not uh, in the daytime it's a swap shop, big huge place. Uh and at night it's a drive in movie theater. Well, it started out as <sighs> it is a drive in movie theater and the swap shop uses it during the daytime. Uh I've driven by it at night. I've tuned into the FM radio while I'm waiting at, at a red light. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you because that's how you do it these days. You don't have the speaker. But no, I have never actually been to a drive in movie theater. Well, you know, and now in these days when everything has to be in HD and surround sound and all that other happy crap, they kind of lost favor. And not to mention the fact that you had to fight the bugs and all of a sudden a rainstorm passes through and it's like, ugh. You know, I never considered Now they want that experience. I never considered that, that it would rain. I guess so, yeah. Now, you've been here to New York, correct? You've been to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you were on Broadway, I'm sure, doing the touristy yeah. thing. Yeah. Broadway, Broadway from Times Square up to about 52nd Street, maybe 50th Street, about eight blocks or so, used to be lined with movie theaters, all playing one film. Really? Back before multiplexes. I can oh, tell you- Oh, the, I- they weren't playing the same film. They were single playing theater. individual films. Yeah, it was single, single theaters. Okay, individual right, theaters. Right, okay. I mean, it makes sense that they broke them down because, let's face it, unless you went to a really popular movie early, like I made the mistake of seeing Star Wars on the second day. I didn't plan to. It just kind of worked out that way, but we had to wait online. Uh, but for the most part, you go to the movies. The place would be maybe... If you didn't go on a Friday or Saturday night, you know, there's 10, 20 people in, in the in the building. And uh, so it makes sense. But I can remember going to, uh, you've watched Good Morning America. You've seen their little outdoor, their studio on Times Square on ABC's Good Morning America. That opened mm-hmm. up originally. I remember when that opened. It was the Lowe's. It was a movie theater run by Lowe's. And I went to see the premiere of uh, Planet of the Apes there when I was a kid. A friend of my mother's oh. work. My friend of my mother's work there took took me and my brother Mike. And uh, yeah, we got to see. Uh, I remember it was packed. Might have been the second mm-hmm. night. It may not have been the, the premiere night, but we uh, got. I saw Planet. Yeah, I saw Planet of the Apes on the big screen. You know, we saw. Now isn't. Isn't the Ed Sullivan Theater where uh, where um, Ed Sullivan show was? Okay, so that that was an actual. Oh yeah. Okay, because I thought I was under the under the it, thinking that that at one point in time 
was an actual theater too, but no, it was. you mentioned it. No, on, no, no, it was, oh, was an it? actual, it was an actual theater. CBS took it over. I think they called it Studio 43 when Sullivan was there. Okay. Uh, it was David Letterman when he moved to CBS. He was okay. instrumental in having that named the Ed Sullivan Theater. Uh, hmm. Yes. No, that's 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 uh, that's not its original name, obviously, but it's still you know known as the Ed Sullivan Theater because that's where he did his show. That's between 52nd Street and 53rd Street on Broadway. Okay. Uh, I've told the story before here on the show about how I met Ed Sullivan when I was about five years old. He must have walked down. From, mm. I, I met him at 52nd street and 10th Avenue, about three blocks from his theater. Uh, long story short, he had about 10 of us all around him, asking him a million questions, little kids. Uh, couldn't have been nicer. Had a big, big smile on his face, which he, you know, he wasn't known for being the, the you know, a smiling, happy-go-lucky looking guy. I don't know what he was like in real life, but he always had that dour expression on, on his face. But I, I distinctly remember his suit, this brilliant blue suit that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was out for a walk before the show. I distinctly remember it was a Sunday. I don't know if he was doing the show live or whatever, but he spent he spent time with us. He answered all of our little questions, and I was cuckoo go nuts because I wanted to know about Topo Gigio. Jeez. Do you remember Topo Gigio? No, I don't. Well, Topo Gigio. Uh, hang on a second there. Oh, we, Mike, we missed your call. Call back, my friend. Topo Gigio was a little Italian puppet mouse that appeared. And he's still very popular in Brazil. But what always got me, and, you know, he was a little troublemaker kind of a mouse, little little hand puppet. What always got me was that no matter how upset Ed Sullivan would be at him, at the very end, Topo Gijo would tilt his head and look at him and go, but I love you, Eddie. I just loved hear- <laughs> hearing that. I just loved hearing that. It was... Uh, so... I'm sitting here wondering if one of you little five-year-olds uh, didn't ask, uh, didn't ask Ed's. John, we've got what? Mike Mike King on the line. Hello, Mike. We do. Hi, John. Yeah. Who uh, the hell invited him? Really interested about old New York and the movies and everything. Oh, hello. Yeah, oh, we're I gotta here. shut the door off over here on the computer. So, yeah, there. yeah, you gotta turn us down. You're wondering if one of you little five year olds. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> you always uh, gotta. Yeah. Always gotta... <laughs> no, I went to two. Turn your radio down, sir. Mike, don't listen to us. Go ahead, Mike, talk. Uh, yeah, I went to two tapings of the Ed Sullivan show. Did you? Uh, yeah, my friend's uh, father knew him from, uh, he did some charity work. It was great. There's Nancy Sinatra and Johnny Mathis on it. I saw how they filmed it. It was a small stage and all these biggest, biggest stars in the world were on yep. it. Really exciting. Yeah, no, like I said, uh, if you were just listening, and I've told you the story about, you know, I just retold the story about the, the day I met Ed Sullivan when I was about four or five years old. And, uh, you know, he, he he couldn't have been nicer to us. And I was talking about Topo Gijo when you called. Now, do you remember mm-hmm. Topo? Yeah, I love Topo Gijo. I loved. I would. I, I used to have have a, a little little puppet doll that they were selling at the time. I lost it. I would give 
anything to get that back. Anything. Do you know what that thing is worth? Do you have it's, any idea it, what that thing would be worth now? It's, it would be priceless to me, Mike. Yeah, but I mean, this, you know, he hasn't been on the air like in 50 years. I mean, you know. No, no, no. He's still popular it, in, in Europe. It's, and uh, I think it's Brazil he's very big. Yeah, but this is what he did, uh, Topo Gigio, to get us only the little kids to watch the show. He had something for everybody on it. I, I remember when the Beatles came on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would have. Well, I I don't remember it. They got here in the country on my birthday, or they appeared on my birthday. It was. Excuse me. Uh, I remember a couple times they performed. I can always remember watching the Ed Sullivan show on Sunday nights and going, please don't be a ballet. Please don't be a ballet. And, you know. <laughs> Oh, opera. <laughs> or opera, yeah, because Sullivan had everything on. You know, uh, I, I can, father, I can live with the dancing bears, but, yeah, you know, but I was seven years old. I want, you know, I want the comedians. I want the clowns. I want the, you know, again, I can deal with the Russian dancing bears. Where's the guy with the plates, with the spinning plates? Da, 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 da. You know, that's who I wanted. That's who I wanted. Yeah, well, you know, we were kids. And, you know, I remember, I think it was in sixth grade when the Beatles came and it was a whole big deal and you couldn't miss it. You know, we my father told them, watch it. So I had the Beatles there, okay. You know, and uh, I never thought they were so wonderful. You know, I th- they were right. I mean, I, I still don't get it with them. That's because, uh, how how bad. old how old were you when the, when the Beatles got here? Uh, I was in sixth grade, 10 or 11. All right, so... You weren't interested. Look, that's because the girls loved them, and you were like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, you know, what are these? No, who, I, some, are they? I, I just never thought they were the best band out there ever. You know, I thought they, they were better bands. Well, I'm but sure. I, you I, know, I didn't think they were horrible. I just wasn't a big fan of theirs. Okay, Mike, that's fine. So, look, how's your day going today? Oh my God. Uh, you have no idea. Okay, remember, was- remember, we're on the show, so don't, don't, don't go giving away too much personal stuff. Just in general, how are you today? I have a lot of crazy friends. That's what I found out oh, today. That okay. isn't personal. I'm not going to go. Like, some of them need a lot of help. <laughs> I look. I'm your friend. I need a lot of help. It, it comes. With no, being, no, it not comes like with being your friend. We're not mentioning names, but. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go on my Facebook, you'll see it all. So they, any- they Trump, they love Trump. He's killing us. We're gonna die. He don't care. They love him. Look, I had this discussion earlier today with uh, mm-hmm. some a friend of the show on Twitter. Uh, there were a couple mm-hmm. of us involved in it, and as I said to him, Dave, I, I respect you. You know. Your views, you're entitled to your views. I have my views. You know, you and I will never agree on Trump either as a president or a man. I said, that doesn't mean we can't get together and have a drink someday. And he's a very, very reasonable person. I respect, I don't agree with him, but I, you know, we have that mutual respect that, uh, you know, look, I'm entitled to my opinion. He's entitled to his. And I understand what you're saying. There are people in this world that, on either they side. They start they yelling at you. They start yelling at you because you don't agree with them. That's nuts. 
Yeah, it is. It is. And then they start yelling that you're stupid and you're gay. Yeah. Well, so anyway, <laughs> so so there's a lot of news going around here. Uh, Elmhurst Hospital is uh, making the news a lot, which, of course, is just just not too far from me here. Uh, I'm aware of this. Yeah, it's been on the national news. And so, you know, we're, we're still bunkered down, hunkered down, and doing the best we can. And I hope you are, too. And uh, you know. I went out for a ride, you know, my buddies tonight. You know, and I I, I don't know if, you know, I, I might survive this whole virus and everything. I'm not going to survive being not the you know, locked in this house. I'm going crazy from it. No, that's there. There's a lot of that going on. I mean, get out, take a walk around the complex. But once again, you have to be aware of, and this goes for everybody. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. I saw a video on, I saw a video on YouTube, on YouTube the other day that really, really went a long way in demonstrating how, how it works to why you need to, Wash your hands for 20 seconds as far as this particular virus is concerned. I recommend everybody look it up. And look, nobody's happy about any of this. But good news came out of uh, Italy today. They flattened their curve. It's been two weeks since they since they told everybody, hey, sit down and shut up at your face. And now things appear to be leveling off, which is, which is good news, clearly. And if we can oh, just... Cool. And if we can just sit here, bide our time, look, it beats the alternative. You can either wait it out or you can get it. And I'm going to tell you, being intubated and all that, not fun, not being able to breathe. Because the stories I'm hearing, they say it's like somebody's parked a truck on your chest. Or somebody has constricted you, you know, and I know that feeling. It is not pleasant at all. So, uh, uh, somebody said to gargle with vinegar. No, and that would keep it away. I don't well, know. You no, know, but you, nothing you will all keep kinds it. Of crazy stuff. Nothing will keep it away except for avoiding it. I'm taking. Yeah. Uh, the nurse was here. You know, I get those treatments, and the nurse comes. Uh, he told me. Uh, take a thousand milligrams of vitamin C every day. So I've been doing that. Well, you won't get it. can't hurt. No, it can't hurt, but it's not going to stop the coronavirus. That's going to do up your immune system. Maybe you have a better chance of fighting it off. Maybe perhaps look, it can't hurt you, Mike. If it's making you feel better, Pookie, then, uh, then we're good with that. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, I'll do anything, you know, to protect myself. If somebody says this is good, it's better to do it than not do it, I think. No, that's not true. Ask the people that are... Uh... Oh, by the way, and we haven't said this all night tonight, just a reminder, kids and kittens, listen to your governors, listen to your mayors, listen to my governor, Governor Cuomo, who's doing a fantastic job, listen to the CDC, listen to... Uh, the people that are doctors and healthcare professionals do not listen to the White House. Do not. You do telling me this. You don't have to remind me. I'm not reminding you, Mike. I'm reminding the listeners. Yeah. I'm reminding I, the listeners. Hey, look, Mike. We're we're about to wrap this up in a couple of minutes, so we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna say goodbye. Thanks for calling, pal. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call you tomorrow about the other thing we talked about about you uh, coming on the show for Disco Night. Yeah. 
You got my text, right? Disco, disco duck. <laughs> you got disco, my text, Disco duck. All right. Well, we do disco duck. Okay. All right. Take care. All have right? a good night, Bye. pal. Bye-bye. Bye. The always enchanting Mike King. Well, yes, heck, yes, indeed. Yes, well, indeed. Heck, heck, dude, we didn't play a song at all this hour. Oh, my God. So what we're going to do, we're going to save Motown for Monday. Well, that makes more sense anyway. Mo, it's Motown Monday Motown on Radio TFI. Hitsville. Hitsville, USA. Yeah. Go. Well, well, here we go as we wind it down. What? Uh, oh, we were talking about the Ed Sullivan show, Theaters. Movie theater? Mm-hmm. Oh, who knows? Who knows? So again, we're uh, we're not on tomorrow night. We'll be uh, we we take a little break and we'll back Saturday morning at ten a.m. Eastern, uh, silly time Pacific, and we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of. Oh, stuff. we we got that uh, we got that. Uh, we'll, we'll take tomorrow off just to charge the battery because man, oh man, oh man, we are. Uh, I got a ton of stuff. Ed's got a ton of stuff. Him and I are going to probably have a nice, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Battle? Gentleman-like, yeah, gentleman-like disagreement. You bet your ass on that, a, I'm a sure. Gen- a gentle discourse. Yes, there you go. We will We will have a civilized intercourse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just keep dreaming, sunshine. Oh, it's all that reach around talk. I know, right? There's and a that light. was from yesterday. We and didn't that was... do that at all today. No, we did not. No, we did not. We actually... He's still charged up from that yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, again, wash your hands. Be careful. If you have gloves, wear them. Uh, people are dying, and they're dying. It's not. This is what I, I imagine to be one of the worst ways to die is to be. I watched a video of a gentleman today pleading with people to protect themselves and he could barely squeeze out the words in between very labored breathing. Uh, kind of like watching Trump talk who gets winded. Using, he gets winded using two syllable words. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about all that, but it, it's, it's imperative that we take care of ourselves. This is not like the flu. Forget what people are telling you about. Well, the flu kills so many. That's irrelevant. This is a completely different beast. This is a different beast yeah. that, that just has powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Hey, where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. So that's all I've got for right now. Until we get together. It's all you got? All I got for the moment. That's all you got. Oh my goodness! Because guess what? Guess what's going to happen any second now. Oh, I think we're going to hear some music, probably. Oh, we are. We are. Old George is gonna. Old George is gonna start tuning up the band, and we're gonna. And there it is, on demand almost. So that is our cue. So we are gonna get the hell out of here for. This evening, we will talk to you bright and early, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central, here on Radio TFI. Until then, from the Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. Adios. See ya!